She's got a secret rose tattoo she's dying just to show you. She's Easy V who doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. So stop, slow down, take a deep breath and respect the solo career of Victoria Caroline Beckham. You're listening to Pod of the Pops. The podcast for reliving and reloving pop culture. Series 1, The Spice Girls. Solo careers. Welcome back to Pod of the Pops. I'm comedian Erin Twitchin, as ever. I am the English Rose, between two Scottish thorns. I'm Karen. I'm Lauren. Hi. She's one half of the most photographed couple in Britain. Queen of the Wags, inventor of the pop. It's time for my favourite episode. (laughs) (laughs) Best singer? VB, she is the voice of Spice Girls. One would never say. (laughs) I would. I know you would, but I find this opinion very confusing. (laughs) I have so much time for a VB vocal. Okay. Like, on the ballads and, like, on some of the songs, I just, I think when she's singing... You know all the tension she has in her arms? Yes. You can hear that in her voice. And I like that. <laughs> that <is laughs> like, I really strange. love it. Like, okay. whenever I'm in my shower singing, yeah. especially with too much, and my favourite part is doing the Victoria Beckham Oh, lines. yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unwrap yourself. Around, around my finger. finger. She's slinky. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I think the most important thing to say at the top of this episode is she becomes Victoria Beckham. Yeah. She's forgotten as Victoria Adams, actually. I don't even really remember her ever being... No. It wasn't a brand. Because she was posh spice then. Yeah, yeah. And it's when she becomes Victoria Beckham that she starts to shed. Yeah. I'd say she's probably the only one that has successfully become yes. her own name. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I mean, she... It's now like a footnote that she was a Spice Girl, which is pretty crazy because it's not a footnote for anybody else. No, they are Spice Girl Melanie B, Spice yes. Girl Emma Bunton, That's yeah. right. where she is Victoria Beckham. Yeah. Wife who of happened, David. Who happened to be a Spice Girl. Yeah. And, and only Emma's really had a stable relationship, you know, as, as like Victoria and Dave yeah. have. Even then, she had a few ups and downs, but mm. we'll get on to that. They have their first baby, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. in March of 1999. And they got married in July. So, only a few months after. Right. It's okay. all happened quite quick, though. I mean, it, it's it's long time compared to Mel B, for example. <laughs> but, you know, it's a whirlwind romance, definitely. Yeah. And she finds out she's pregnant on tour. So, it's yeah. a surprise. Oh, that's a good... Do you think it was a surprise? Oh, yeah. Do you think it was I, an unplanned pregnancy? From my research, what I've learned about Victoria Beckham is that she is a planner. She is meticulous. And she is a professional and she would not have planned to have gotten pregnant, to be pregnant for doing this world tour. Yeah, okay, that yeah, sounds like Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Business-minded, so, it would really make sense. She was very business-minded, yeah. So, I mean, I think it was a happy surprise. Yeah. But I think, yeah. And it is very sweet she shared that moment with Melby. Yeah, that yeah. is lovely, actually. The two of them finding out in the toilet together. Yeah. So they get married in July of 1999 in a wedding that cost £424,000. Wow. Although OK Magazine paid them 980000 So that's a sweet, sweet profit. That is. 
she had her business mind on then. Yeah. yeah. She did. Although she must have been determined because she managed to get into that wedding dress just a few months later. I, I mean, she did have a, a C-section, didn't she? Yes. Too but I think you still had to push. too posh to push. It's a great headline that they came out with. I mean, that is quite insulting. And whose business is it? It is, but it's yeah. a good. It is a good pun. headline. And do you remember the thrones? I remember this wedding shoot. Like, I remember, I was so excited for the photos to come out. Me and my friend Lucy, like, ran down to the store to get OK Magazine. I think I was more excited about this than I was about getting my own wedding photos. <laughs> Not that I'm married, but I can't imagine being that excited as I was then. It was all a bit cringe, I think. I yeah. loved a celebrity wedding. Like, yeah. I remember the Katie Price one. It yes. was it was a two-parter in OK Magazine. Wow. And I remember desperately waiting for the next part. Yeah. <laughs> So excited. And when um, you look at it now, the styling is very off the time. It's very early noughties. I love it? that she sat in a throne. Yes. I love that she wore a tiara. I think it's all partly in jest. Sense of humour spice. Yeah, she, she does. does. She does actually. I think the thing is, is that people we rarely know her or just know her from like looking at her. They have a perception of her personality that is very different from who she actually is as a person. I think, and I think she's the one out of all five of them that there is a disconnect. Yeah. Well, she manages yeah. to keep herself private in a way, which yes. is hilarious to say yeah. who they are. She's not private at all, but she is a bit like yeah. Beyonce and Jay Z in that way. They have uh, everything yeah. out there, but they yeah. are also extremely private about mm-hmm. what they want to keep private. I think that's a very <clears> good comparison, actually. It, it was a bit of a fairy tale romance, um, because David did see her in one of the music videos. Was it Say You'll Be There? Yeah. Leave it and he said, I, I want to marry that girl. That's the girl I'm going to marry. Yeah. I, I love that. I really love that. nice. They yeah. do look super young when you look back on yes. the moment where they get engaged and she's got the, the black fur coat and she looks... They look young and exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you compare that to how they look now, like they just look so much more grown. Like it's amazing yeah, to think yeah. they've been together all that time. Yeah. And um, then of course the place that they stayed in. Well, I wanna say about the wedding first. Have you seen the wedding photos? So Jerry didn't attend. Was yeah. she invited? Well, they were saying in interviews that Jerry would be there, but she's not. The other girls are sort of token bridesmaids for OK Magazine. Sporty and Baby wore white tuxedos. Scary wore black. It's interesting it's... fashion choices there, guys. Let me show you the lookbook. Okay. Beckham looks very kind of Aaron Nick Carter. He looks super cute. He's got the blonde hair in the curtains. Oh, God. I think I actually have that haircut right now. Oh, God, (laughs) Aaron. You wish. Serving Beckham 1999 looks. My first thing is to look at Melcy's hair. What the hell? I would not have let her at my wedding. The back of it is a different colour to the front. That's true. It's the short blonde that I've expressed my distaste for several times. Do you know, Mel B looks great. Mel B does look great. She's wearing black. Everyone else is in white. Traditionally, you shouldn't be even wearing white to a wedding. She's obviously, Victoria's obviously told the girls to wear white. And Mel B has totally ignored her. She has just had a baby. Okay, fair enough. So it could be that. Colours aside, Mel B does look the best, I feel like. The hat, the kind of cowboy hat look that, that Emma is wearing. wearing. Questionable. You should never wear a hat to a wedding. Also, <laughs> Mel C. You should. Mel C is not a trilby. Ah, uh, yeah, not that. Victoria would later borrow that hat in a Graham Norton interview. Oh, really? Everyone was wearing trilbies around this time. You'd yes. wear it slightly over the eye, a bit like yeah. Gabrielle. Yes. And it was a look. It was. Mel C is wearing, you know, crisp white <laughs> and the others are kind of that. It's a little bit like a nurse's it's a dress with what, no sleep. What I would <laughs> yeah. describe the other colours though, including Victoria's wedding dress, is like a rice pudding colour. You mean ivory. It's ivory. That's what you <laughs> want to say. But it reminds me of rice pudding. 
Victoria's looks beautiful. That's a, yeah, that looks... dress would hold up today. Yeah. It's she's gone for a very classic style. I'm not sure about the Well the busty kind of the the busty oh, that was and the cross. Her by David, the cross yeah. That's horrible. It's... She wore it a lot at the time. That yeah. was her signature necklace. It I think was... it was the, one of the first gifts he bought her, I think. Yeah. I mean the bustier is very early naughty's Vivian Westwood and it is the kind of neckline she likes. We see her wear a lot. Oh yeah. We'd see her wear that a lot. We will post with and without. We will boots. post this photo on the lookbook. Oh, that is going in the lookbook. Yeah. This look and these photos, they hang around for a while. They had a definite moment. Yes. So I want to play a game. You know, like when you're at weddings, uh-huh. things always happen. So I wanted to play Snog Marry Avoid. But instead of it being Snog Marry Avoid, I want to play with Yeah. Which the girl slept with a groomsman. Which of the girls ripped her dress dirty dancing? And which of the girls held up Victoria's dress while she went to the toilet? Okay. Because that's what I've learned in my 30s. In your 20s, it used to be holding your friend's hair back while she threw up after a night out. Yeah. In your 30s, it's holding up her wedding dress while she tries to urinate. Yeah. (laughs) That is a very astute observation. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Which is why the other night when you were throwing up, I had no time for you. (laughs) Just as well I've got short hair. (laughs) So, which out of Mel C, Mel B, and Emma, who slept with the groomsman, who ripped her dress dirty dancing, and who held up the wedding dress? I'm gonna say Emma slept with the groomsman. Really? I think she'd be the one holding up your dress. But, She's always you know, there. We've, we've realised there's that party element to her, that party girl. Oh, yeah. And Mel B obviously just had a baby, so she's gonna either. See, I would have thought she would have slept with I the think groomsman. she ripped her dress. Mel B ripped her dress, right? And I say this because I don't think the other two were wearing dresses. Ooh. <laughs> and that's why Mel B's wearing the black dress. She had a white dress, but Maybe she ripped, she ripped it, it day dancing. It's very possible. <laughs> Maybe that's we are the story. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's the Allegedly. Story. Yeah. Well, let us know what you think. Who slept with the groomsman? Who was day dancing? And no, who? We need answers. I need answers. Oh, well, none of these are real. Oh, These God. are all just things I've done at work. Oh, you didn't actually <laughs> tell us this. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. following this, as you said, Karen, they moved into Beckingham Palace. I don't know if they came out with that. It was press. No, it mostly. was press. Come on. But I yeah. love it. Cost two and a half million. Which nowadays, actually, it's not that much. No, it probably isn't. <laughs> that would get you a four bed in central London, <laughs> to be honest. Well, it is very well catered. Beckingham Palace. It has a mini chapel. It has a playground made of fake ancient runes. It has a maze. It has a barbecue area. And of course, a professionally tailored football pitch for David. Oh, of course. Don't worry, there's also a recording studio. Oh, okay. Which I'm sure got a lot of use. <laughs> And that's where they'd live. They would go on to get an awful lot of mocking for the wedding and the palace, particularly in the Alison McGowan sketch series where they would impersonate them every week. David would be impersonated as extremely stupid and Victoria as a manipulative shrew. I think, and that is unkind, isn't it? Like, for both of them. I think they didn't mind too much. I I mean, they actually have a sense of humour about things. They are, out of all of them, I think, they laugh at themselves. Yeah. And comparing it to the sort of roasting that Mel B got in both Selector. It's pretty tame. It is tame. It's it's joking about them, but it's not, it doesn't... It's not being inappropriate, I don't think. Well, as I feel like Mel B in both Selector is, is I suppose the the things that they say about Victoria and David, you know, can't be that much true. Like, you can say that he's dumb or she's lips or whatever, but you know that they can't be like that because to get where they are. Yes. 
And because it's the two of them and they both seem so happy. Yeah, so I think it's one of those things. Maybe it was because they seem so stable. It was okay to do. They were living their best that. lives. They're both yeah. rich. They're yeah. both successful. You know, they're both in love. So yeah, really... new baby, new parent. Maybe because of parenthood. Victoria takes a little time to go solo. She mm-hmm. is the last girl. Save the best till last. Save the best till last. <laughs> One thing we can say about Victoria, she is not afraid of a trend. No. She has not met a trend she didn't like. Yeah. (laughs) And she goes full in on any trend. Yeah. Her debut solo single is a duet with True Steppers and Dane Bowers. You're out of your mind. I mean, it is a classic. It's a great tune. This is my, probably my favourite one. Wow. She does all the trends in this. Yeah. So she's gone... It's a bit garage. Yeah. True Steppers were cool at the time. Yeah. It's also a reply song. So do you remember replying songs were really big at the time? Yes, yeah. So, so this was like a callback. Yeah. Dane had had a hit with Buggin with True Steppers. That's right, yeah. And Out of Your Mind was a response right. song to that. And she goes full in it. Yeah. She wears one of her most iconic looks, mm-hmm. which is the leather top with the cutouts yeah. across the chest. The long extensions. Oh, like she has a hairpiece. The headscarf over the top of that. That's a bit later. Oh, okay. That's in the, some of the live stuff. Yes, yeah. She's yeah. just serving the full leather look. Yeah. With the sunglasses. With the sunglasses. Yeah. And the hair is very, like, over-gelled, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's been styled a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a very strong look. She's going between the long and the shorts in the live performances yeah. for this as well. Yeah, yeah. The video, she's killing all the trends on this. Yeah. So she's, it's very Matrix themed. Mm-hmm. It's quite um, futuristic, computery. With the car. The car. The Which com- now looks really out of date. <laughs> yeah, like your grand drive. I think it's an Audi TT, so it's not even the top range. Yeah. Maybe at the time it was. And they're showing off all like the technology that this car has and one of the things it's got sat now. Mind blowing. And the gear stick moves by itself. Yeah, it controls Dame Bowers. Wow. It's so funny. I I love it. Yeah. Not being afraid of a trend. She goes in a chart race battle mm. with Sophie Ellis Baxter's and Spiller's Groove Jet. Which is also a tune. Yeah. It's also an absolute there. banger. And, and I suppose it's like people love this battle and I still remember all the press around it because they both had this kind of posh girl... English yeah, Rose persona. Spectrum. So they both were quite similar in a way. So people loved that. Like people were like, who's gonna get it? Victoria went full out. Yeah. She, she was going around signing records in record stores across the country yeah. with David in tow. Yeah. She was she worked the hardest to get a number one there. Yeah. She didn't. She came in at number two. Yeah. She was narrowly beat out, twenty thousand copies in it. 
There was a bit much. of controversy around it. Um, Sophie Ellis Baxter allegedly accused her of bringing David so that they would get more crowds into the record shops and also apparently, allegedly, she was only signing copies that people had purchased. You know, she wasn't signing autographs. It had to be the CD singles. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that is true, but it was obviously a real determination from Victoria to get that number one because... Yeah. And remember, all the other Spice Girls have had number ones, um, you know, by themselves. Or, yeah. yeah. So she wanted that. By this that. point, yeah, she was the, the last one. Yeah. She didn't get number one, but it was the biggest first week sales for a solo Spice Girl single. Mm. Not bad at all. Yeah. 180,000. Went very well. Do you know what the lowest selling is? Oof. I, I want to see Jerry. I'm going to... S- oh, wait, no, Melby. Well, but that was a tune Missy Elliott, though. No. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Not the first, any yeah, of any of their tracks, yeah. It, it's, you're right, it's Jerry with Angels and Chains. When was that released? Last year. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. Sorry, Jerry. At the end of this song, Victoria Beckham declares several things out of your mind. There are three of them. Oh, no, there's four. <laughs> Do you know what the four things that Victoria declares are out of their mind are? This tune's going to punish you. Well, that's the final line. That's not out of its mind. Oh, um, Dame Bowers. Dame Bowers yeah, is out of his mind. mind. True Steppers? They're out of their mind. mind. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> is it something about the audience? Like... No, an item. It's a food. What? Bananas? You're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Vega? You're out of your mind. Ice cream? You're out of your mind. Oh, I right. thought that was ice cream. I didn't no. realise it was ice It's cream. ice cream. Oh, so that, the lyrics go that's relevant. True Steppers, you're out of your mind. Ice cream, you're out of your mind. Ten below, you're out of your mind. Ten below. Dane, you're out of your mind. What is that? So I had to Google what ten below was. It's um it was a, a Is that a race pudding? <laughs> it was um, There's a theme here. <laughs> it was it was where Jerry Halliwell's latest single placed. Ten below the top of the charts. Um, <laughs> it was um it was a type of ice cream, like a a famous ice cream. Oh. Do not, of all the people to sing about ice cream, it's, Victoria Beckham is not one, I no. think. It's a face. I, I think it was just like, they were like, oh, this will be the Ziggy Ziggy album, this song. It makes zero sense, but let's just put it in anyway. Oh, sorry. It's a Tempelo is an ice cream parlour that specialise in Thai style ice cream. What? Well, that makes much more sense. Uh, yeah. So at the time, in her autobiography, she said, um, oh, the song was done yeah, and I got to sing on it and I went back and did a bit of writing on it. I like to think that this is the bit that she said. Like before, it, there was something else that was out of its mind. It was yeah. like, Melody, yeah. you're out of your mind. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I think it should be ice cream. Because <laughs> ice cream is literally out of its mind. Maybe she tried it for the first time and she was like, what is this? Oh, God. If you know why Tim Below is out of its mind, please, please let us know. Dane Bowers, if you're listening, <laughs> I assume you're not busy. If you're not out of your mind. <laughs> So a big hit. Then things take a bit of a, a really dark turn. So she's working on her album. We get this kidnap plot comes up. It's the news of the world have unearthed a kidnap plot to capture Victoria at her home. Her son as well. Right. So this is uncovered by the news of the world journalist, the fake sheikh, Maza Mahmood. Oh, that's right. You may remember more now from the Talisa scandal, the drug oh, scandal, yeah. where they set her up he as jailed. a drug addict and the case collapsed yes respect to Talisa she managed to take down yeah. the news of the world so the plan was to kidnap Victoria with guns and keep her in a house in Brixton police were in contact with this Mazen Mahmood so 
someone had approached him and said, we've got this story, we'll leak you some of the details. Mm. Mazen Mahmood got in touch with the police, but wouldn't give the police the details of who the celebrity was until the story had been released. Right. Because apparently you can do that. So they agreed an arrest date and only then did he provide the details. Three hours before the arrest. Right. Twist. Mm -hmm. Turns out the guy selling the story was the gang leader. Of course. And he'd set up the whole thing to sell the story. To get money. make some money. Yeah. Six months later it was dropped. So was there any seriousness to it, do you think? Or... It was all money? It was all just concocted for the... For the money off the tabloids. Yeah. It was all concocted for the money of the tabloids. This isn't the first attempt on Victoria's life though. So we didn't mention it in the earlier episode. But during the performance, a rehearsal for the Brit Awards in 2000, where they pick up the outstanding contribution to mm. music, there a red laser beam appeared on her chest, which oh normally signals a, a rifle. Yeah. During rehearsal, they were quickly moved off stage and the police searched the venue and they found that there was a door wedged open. A fire exit. I'm assuming it was a laser pointer. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was something. Yeah. Um, But whilst performing that night, so they still went on and performed. Yes. I've watched that clip and I can't see too much in Victoria looking too nervous. Yeah. Apparently at one point she became convinced she'd been shot after hearing a series of unexpected bangs and stopped singing to clutch her stomach. She's not featured that much in that the camera doesn't follow her that much. Mm, which was quite usual. <laughs> I don't know she yeah. to her, but she wasn't the main space girl. No, but that must have been terrifying. So there's a bit more to that story as well. So after those two events had happened, obviously she's really shaken up and... They employ a security guard. Did you hear about this, Sarah? Which one's so it? They employ a security guard to, st- you know, the house. Yeah. Someone to really kind of look over them. And uh, But then Victoria started getting a bit creeped out by some of his actions. And she came home one day and he had dressed up as David Beckham. Like, gone into the wardrobe and put on clothes. This is all alleged. Yeah. This is tabloid news. I think they were alleging that he'd been stealing her underwear yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. Then they discovered that he'd been in f- looking through her underwear drawer, but also he had was it 80 hours of secret recordings of her and David Beckham talking. And well, he was going to use that at a later date, you know, extortion. So you think, this is really quite incredible. She brought this this guy in and also she'd said later on she really trusted mm. she said she wished she'd done thorough uh you know checking of his references but mm. she thought they'd done a good job and you know that's gonna have a mark on your this is how as they're react. becoming at this point they're not they are probably the biggest couple in the uk celebrity couple yeah, yeah but they are they're not as global as they are yeah, yeah. this is when beckham's on the up as a footballer he's actually yeah. had a rough time because he's come off the back of that 98 world cup where he wasn't very well thought of yeah so this is this is a real learning curve mm. for them yeah. Yeah. and that maybe shows why victoria does close down and she isn't so this is my life and because yeah. she's had these threats and it's yeah. really shook her i was most shook at this about the way that the news of the world were able to operate so mm-hmm. that they were able to yeah. know all this information and not reveal it to the police. Imagine something had to happen. put her in danger like they that. They put yeah. her and her child's life in danger. Yeah. And that must be difficult to handle when you're the Beckhams and you know you have to work with yeah. the media. And yeah. I think it's very relevant now. Mm-hmm. So the news of the world has gone. Yeah. Rest in peace, fabulous magazine. That got me through a lot of Sundays. 
Um, that was but the only good part of it. Nowadays, maybe the media is a little bit more open with the police, but what you do have is social media. Yeah. So there is big problems with Facebook and mm. in particular Facebook not sharing details. Yeah. So if people are planning things through their chats, WhatsApp again are also very secretive about the information on there. Yeah. It's really difficult. So if you think about things like harassment, like mm. um, women being harassed via Facebook yeah. with their exes or current mm-hmm. boyfriends sending them messages yeah. or setting up fake profiles of people yeah. with explicit images. Yeah. And this and this does go into the celebrity world too. It's, exactly. And but also the you know the prevalence of fake news. Yes. That, you know, the fact that we do have people who literally just create fake websites, fake stories for clicks, and it's un unmanaged. And while the news of the world could be brought to terms for what they had done, it you can't really do that. They weren't anything. at the time. They, they, yeah. was, they weren't really in trouble then. It wasn't until yeah. the Talisa scandal where yes. she was going to court for drug dealing, yeah. which was something that they set her up to do. Yeah, yeah. That was awful. I'm still not over that. They destroyed that girl's career. She was incredibly talented. She was on the up. She really came from nothing. She really worked to come from nothing as well. And they tore her down because she was considered to them to be a working class girl with a name they couldn't pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. And it was horrendous. And she still struggles with that now. Season six. So not good times for Victoria. And I don't think people were very sensitive or forgiving on that. No. I think people were, again, quite sneery of it. So she took a solid year to find her sound mm-hmm. and came back with the autobiographical Not Such an Innocent Girl in September right. 2001. Yeah. That was the two, that was the, the good and the, the bad in the video, wasn't it? It was the two, yeah. two Victoria records. Recently, my Spotify has started throwing this into my daily mix. And she's right. First impressions can be wrong. This is a tune. <laughs> this is a tune, actually. I think it holds up, actually. It's got a good chorus. Yeah, it does. It's quite deep lyrically. Yeah. It's catchy. She's got a secret rose tattoo. She's dying just to show you. Yeah. I don't know where that rose tattoo is. I imagine it's like the Cheryl Cole. The or like the back one. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not so secret. Yeah. Maybe that's why Cheryl got it. Again, Matrixy sci-fi video. Yeah. It's all green screen done. Yes. So she's showing us the two Victorias. Mm. There's the one wearing white, who's obviously innocent with blonde hair. Yes. Another hairpiece. Yeah. And then you've got dark Victoria. Mm. Oh my God, she looks like Cheryl Cole, actually. Oh. That look is such a Cheryl look. She's got the very extreme yeah, cheek she, yes. shading. Yeah. She's yeah. got that pulled back pony. That's right. The very tight outfit. Mm. She was Cheryl Cole before Cheryl Cole was Cheryl Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? That was where she was drawing her inspiration from. And then, then you've got the futuristic video where she's like racing and competing against herself. Yeah. In the futuristic bike things. Yes. Yeah. She's doing some hella dancing as well. Oh, yeah. So she's dancing against herself. Yes. She's wearing a lot of leather again. Yeah. This is where the one in the lookbook, mm. the where she's got that long hair and the bandana and the right. lip ring this, that you said Yes, about. that's right. That's, I think, from this era. Yeah. She was trying to show she was a bad girl. Yes. She wore some dodgy outfits at this she time. She did, yeah. And, and I don't know about the choices at this time. I find... I understand what she's trying to do. Like you, like you see, she's trying to move away. Like a lot of the girls did. She's trying to move away from her posh persona. I've just realised that it's going to kill you laughing in a minute. But I didn't realise until I just looked down at my notes. I'm going to tell you. Okay. She was really trying to go with this more... This song is less garagey, but definitely Out of Your Mind was really garagey. Yes. And like she was trying to feed into that, which was popular at the time. Yeah. Do you know what I wish had happened? 
What? Victoria Beckham, an artful dodger. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if she'd appeared on, like, some sort of Grey David song or something? Yeah, yeah. Out of its mind. <laughs> well, she doesn't. She has another chart battle. Maybe more famously, almost, this one. She goes against a little-known Kylie Minogue hit. You may have heard of it. Can't get you out of my head. Yeah. Outsold her eight to one. Oof. At the time, embarrassing. But when you look back now, Can't Get You Out of My Head is a million seller. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. probably the biggest song of Kylie's career. One of them. Still. For sure, yeah. It was a huge song. Yeah. A Kathy Dennis number, big song. Yeah. Globally. And she yeah. charted in America So she was well. just kind of unlucky to be going up against that. Yeah, you were never to know. Yeah. She did only make it to number six actually. Right. Oh, she didn't even get number two? No, not with this one. Mm. Do you know what outsold her? What the four tracks are? Oof. Mm. Well, oh, from that, it's very hard to tell what was of that period. So, I mean, Kylie and... Victoria. Was there a boy band? Was there a boy band in there? It's not. I'll tell you. Is it going to be something like cartoonish? You like love Bob it. the Builder or... <laughs> Karen, you're going to lose your mind. DJ Otzi with Hey Baby. Oh. <laughs> Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Oh, a cover. Yes. <laughs> Love Me Love Me by Shaggy. Amazing. And then Karen, Lou Bega with Mambo Number no. 5. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this is my song. Lou Bega, you're oh. out of your mind. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's a tune. We uh, went to a 90s night and Karen kept banging on about Lou Bega. I'm not sure why he wasn't, he wasn't even played. played. <laughs> Maybe he did that. You kept declaring him out of his mind. But he is out of his mind. <laughs> and now we know why. Yeah, wow. So relevant. It was all of the same period. All so yeah. relevant. At the same time as the album's coming out, so she has her first book, the autobiography, Learning to Fly. Ah, interesting title, I have to say, from her. It's from a fame quote from yeah. the song. Yeah. I'm gonna learn how to fly. Hi. So Jerry sold more on this. She sold twice as many books as Victoria, mm. roughly. Although it's so hard to find out. I know. South Lanarkshire Library, if you know anything about book sales, <laughs> it's really hard to find book sales online. Guys, yes. can I just do a quick advert for all local libraries? <laughs> Please support them. And if you're like Erin and say, oh my library doesn't have any books, <laughs> actually you can reserve and you can find them online on their catalogue. Please support local libraries. And if there's any sponsorships of local <laughs> libraries out there, please get in touch. Thank you. <laughs> I should also say that libraries also have lots of CD libraries and sometimes... No one listens to CDs. Oh my god, no, yeah, but, but sometimes my local... you can't find things on Spotify and you have to go deep. You know what I mean? My local library meant I didn't have to buy CDs for a long time. Yeah. I managed to get Christina Millian's album out of my library and burn it. Yeah. <laughs> As in burn it onto disc. Not, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not burn Burn myself burn a copy, it. not set fire. <laughs> <laughs> I was not mad at Are Christina. you banned from the library? <laughs> I may well be. So normally when an autobiography comes out, it gets serialised in one of the newspapers and then you get a bit of money from that and it advertises the yeah. autobiography and some yeah. of the juicy story comes out. Yeah. Not my VB. Yeah. She serialised in three different newspapers. Wow. And scooped herself a million pounds in doing so. You know, she's a businesswoman. Selling the book was not as important once she'd made that sweet dollar yeah. out of the serialisation. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why she did sell less though. If people just read a small, I know it would maybe encourage some yeah. to buy it, but maybe people I imagine don't. it was less as well because Jerry's had already come out, so a lot of it's in there. Yeah. Um, if you're the first one out, it's probably going to get it more out. She supported it with an extremely high profile appearance on Parkinson with David. Oh, yes. That's right. I remember He's that. always got to be in tour, though. Yeah. They are quite cute in interviews together. Yeah. They are maybe a bit 
I want to say bland, but I mean media trains. Right. Like, they take all the jokes very well. Yes. Like, do you remember that Ali G? That's right. Interview yes. they do. Uh-huh. Ali G was Sasha Baron Cohen's mm-hmm. alter ego at the time, where he's yeah. playing like a, yeah. a Londoner. Yeah. Um, and he's ripping it out of them. And yes. they are happy to sit there and listen at it, try and joke back. Yeah. They're not the strongest that bantering all the time, but no. that really earned them a lot of respect they, that interview. They are Teflon. Things just run off them, I feel That's like. true. Yeah. And I think they're quite happy to get involved in it. They know it's... I think they know who they are. Yes. And they know it's not real. Yeah. And they're happy to play that image. Yeah. Which is why she never smiles. Yeah, um, okay, so I mean, I have a lot of feelings about this. Like, she, I think she's a big controller of Im- her image. Like, what we've been saying before is that it's very managed. They're very mm. media trained. She does seem to have a complex about her smile. I think it's a 2007 documentary. She's like, I didn't smile even then. And I'm like, when you actually do look back at her footage, mm-hmm. she is, in the casual, she's not posing for a photo. She is laughing, joking with the girls. She's actually quite smiley. Even in the um, appearance after Jerry's left, the first appearance without her, she's like seems quite relaxed. She's smiling. She's a fun girl. Yes. It, maybe it's something to do she doesn't quite like the way she looks when she smiles. Yeah, like she has this whole thing about that. And She, she found a look that works back. Because like, yeah. we all know what it's like, don't you? Yes. You look back at it and you think, oh God, that's, I look awful there. Yeah. You find a look that yes. works for you. Kimberly Walsh from Girls Aloud said it. I remember reading a quote where she says... I didn't really like the way I looked and then I found a pose, like an angle on my yes, face that yeah. looks good and yeah. I use it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Hers is a smiley one. Whereas I think Victoria just found a look that yeah. worked for her and she... She's very self-conscious, it. I think, about that. Yeah. All her friends though, or, you know, people that know her say she's hilarious. They yeah. say she's got a very dry wit. She's yeah. very funny and she's a very happy person. Mm. And I mean, like in that Viva Forever, the 2012 one, she does kind of sarcastically, she say she's like, I was actually quite a laugh. Who knew? Yeah, you know, like, there's this great joke that I remember reading where someone asks her why she's got a tattoo on her foot of three stars, and they say, "What does it mean?" And she goes, "Oh, it means I can be kept in the freezer for up to three months." That is hilarious. I think that's, <laughs> that's good. and taught me that that's what the stars mean on food packaging. How many months it can go in the freezer? <laughs> so thank you, VB. If you haven't subscribed, get out of your mind. View all our bonus content, leave your comments, and join the conversation on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook, get out of your mind. <laughs> Talk to us at Pod of the Pops on all platforms. All platforms, get out of your mind. <laughs> this podcast can punch you. <laughs> also, in the parking scene appearance, she debuts some tracks from her album. Mm-hmm. She sings a live ballad. Yeah. David cries. That is adorable. It's they are so cute. Yeah. She's alright. She's better than it's better than Jerry's Parkinson, where yeah. she brutalizes wannabe. She's not too bad live. Yeah. Two weeks later, the album comes out. Mm. Not such an innocent girl. Mm-hmm. It's the latest of all the girls. Enemy called it a new low in shameless pop slaggery. Ugh. I think they are wrong. Yeah, I think any... I like this album. Is yeah. it available in public? Wait, on Spotify? Spotify and at your local library. <laughs> <laughs> the album is all right. It would have been very easy to pick the singles, I'd mm. say. The mm. singles stand out. And there's some other tunes on there that stand out. Yeah. Whereas some of it is a bit fillery. It's very mid-tempo, yeah. R&B ballad. It's mm-hmm. very slinky. Yeah, yeah. It's quite sexy. Yeah. The imagery is... The imagery is strong. Yeah, yeah. So it's the 
the picture of her in the black dress and she's posing against the panther. It is a strong oh, image, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. I don't know where it came from or why. She's, she's, it's a fit. I mean, it's a she's taken, one, it? Yeah. it is the stuff one because yeah. in the liner notes, there's extra photos with this panther and it's in the same position. Yeah. I didn't realise this until a couple of years ago. But it's a like, symbol, isn't it? The panther for power and fast. Because yeah. she does strong. use this as her logo, the panther, for a while. She yeah. has the crossed VBs and the panther coming out yes. through this era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was going for panther spice. Yeah. Is that what it is about power? I'm I'm guessing. I mean, if you think of a panther as an animal, yeah, not the type Sl- of panther, slinky, but... you know, sleek. That's that's always been her her vibe. Yeah, and they're quite stealth. You know, they. Mm-hmm. There's also the we can mention it, the cover single for "Not Such an Innocent Girl." The photo where it's the hand uh, on her face, the hairy and hand, and you're like. Yeah, because I thought it was her hand, and it, I was like, she could have got a manicure or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's David's hand. Yeah. Did not get that till years later. No. I was like, Victoria Beckham has terrible hands. This is, she's not such an innocent girl. She's no. a gardener. Is this, <laughs> you're trying to tell yeah. me. There are some interesting credits on the album. Okay. So Dane Bowers has a writing credit. Yeah. On another song called He's Girlfriend. Out of his mind. They did work together for a while promoting that song. Yeah. And Dane Bowers was hot around this period. No, not just yeah. physically, but he was big, you know. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember the name of the band he was in? Another level. Well done. I wanna get freaky with you. <laughs> that was just outrageous. Uh, another credit on the album goes to Brooklyn. Brooklyn Beckham laid down some vocals in the background of track Every Part of Me. Bless them. Because they love putting on their kids on records, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. She gets nine co-writes. On yeah, the 12 tracks. That's decent. And they're proper co-writes, so it's just her and a couple other writers. Not yeah, yeah, there's yeah. seven of them and she's yeah, tagged yeah. on the end. Yeah. I mean, this is not Beyonce with 12 writers. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I know I keep saying this about the Spice Girls and Beyonce. Beyonce is an incredible artist. She's my fave. Yeah, but just so we can... I'm joking. Yeah. I'm not slating Beyonce. I just think it's interesting that we go back now and we're so quick to say in this day and age about people how many writers are on people's stuff yeah yet we weren't quick to go back and say oh they did do it yeah I think actually it's good that Beyonce has so many writers because it shows she can share yeah whereas I'm not surprised Jerry has very few (laughs) album charted at number 10 respectable-ish sold 16,000 copies in its first week did only manage three weeks in the chart though right so it's not horrendous the album but it did cost three million to make Ooh, that's a lot. So Virgin Records were really out for a hit. Yeah. And they were taking a lot of hits at this time, as mm. we've said. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the Spice Girls. With the Spice Girls, Mariah Carey, some other things going on. We would get one more single from this era, Mind of Its Own. It's a forgettable song. The Talk Sing Ballad. Is that the one when she's in like the forest? Yeah. Yeah. Talk singing. You never miss a note if you haven't got a single. She released it in the notoriously quiet post-Christmas market. Mm-hmm. To try and get a hit. Went to number six. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. Victoria Beckham is the only Spice Girl to have reached the top ten with all their singles. But okay. not have a number one. Not have a number one. Yeah. No. Did you know she also released a French version of this song? Did she really? <laughs> she did. Mon coup n'en fait quoi cette tête. I don't know how you're fluent in French as well. Well, I learned it from Victoria. <laughs> I guess she was thinking, well, if Celine Dion can come over here and sing in English, I can yeah. go and sing in French. Exactly. Okay, I mean... Just if Jerry can do Spanish, I'll do French. Yeah, I get, I get her reasoning behind that. Tu calmes, qu'est-ce que te presse? Ne te laisse pas emporter. 
There are some shady lyrics on the album, particularly the track What You Gonna Do. Okay. Let me play you a bit. We should be the same, but I doubt that you could change. Cause you're caught up in you, and I don't give a We're not the ones to play. But we had it going on, till you started doing the wrong. I'm not trying to be a hater, but your words are stuck. I'm fed up and I had when the fame and fans kept coming in and then you changed on us then you told us you were cool and we were wrong when i call you on the phone you act like you ain't home you check in your caller id i've seen it all why you getting fake on me wish it'd be the same but i doubt that you could change because you're courting your me myself and i don't give a because i know we're not the ones to blame but we had it going on till you started doing us wrong i'm not trying to be a hater but your words are stuck i'm fed up and i've had enough um, wonder who that's about. I love caller ID references. I know. <laughs> Check out ID. So retro. She loved a trend, and everyone was doing the caller IDs back then. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was phoning people on their mobiles. and Or Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. That's know. a niche reference. Yeah, there, Kelly Rowland. It. It's yeah. a big meme at the moment, though. Yeah. Kelly Rowland trying to text Nelly on her Excel spreadsheet, get a match, she didn't get a reply. Um, I think that's pretty obviously about Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's funny that she's probably the one with the most clipped English. Yes. Yet in all of the singing, she was the one trying to be the most urban. I know. It's it's an interesting choice. I've never really noticed the dichotomy of her living in Beckingham Palace and then trying to be urban. Yeah. <laughs> but that is literally what she does her whole solo career. Correct. Sadly, in June 2002, she was dropped by Virgin. Mm. Oh, no, d- not dropped. It came to a natural end. Okay, okay. Which, you know, yeah. is a polite way of saying dropped. Yes. But she's in good company because they dropped Mariah Carey too. Or released her from her contract. I see. Which is a polite way of saying yes. yeah, dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because pregnant with her second child at the time. So she probably was quite busy. But she was not kept down for long. She managed to get a second deal within six months. Businesswoman. Business acumen. Um, I have a question for you. Why does Victoria Beckham owe Alicia Dixon an apology? Ooh. Is that a writing credit, maybe? It's not a writing credit. Did she use one of her... Did it's... she use one of her songs? She didn't. It's not about music. It's about labels. Oh. Did she diss the label? No. She didn't. Tell us. So Victoria Beckham signed to Telstar Records. Yeah. Who was also the home of Mystique. And around the time, they were giving very large advances to artists who yes. failed to make them money. Right. Including Victoria Beckham. Right. Who never released an album with the label. Oh, wow. So the label went bust. Oof. And Mystique lost their deal. Even though they were very successful, they hadn't really dropped a beat at yes. that point. Yeah. So, so, so scandalous. It's a scandalous story. Yeah. So, But it was, she kind of bankrupted them. Is that what we're saying? That's what the press are saying, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't just her. I mean, they gave large sums of money to artists, mm-hmm. including Claire Sweeney. Yeah. Claire Sweeney? Brookside? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> 
She released an album wow. of covers, which peaked at number 15, after she came second on the first Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, wow. Wow. So Victoria was signed for a reported one and a half million to reinvent herself as a hip-hop star. That is an interesting choice. It's a very interesting choice. She was joined on the label by Craig David. Okay. The Cheeky Girls. Wow. PJ and Duncan. <laughs> Surely they aren't going in 2002. They were all on the label. Maybe they weren't on at that time. Yeah, they'd been on earlier, yeah. Yeah. So she signs for this reported one and a half million and she starts working with Damon Dash who is a close associate of Jay-Z, oh. to create a hip-hop album. This is where we get trouble times at the Beckham household. Right, yeah. This is the famous Rebecca Lou scandal. Yeah, yeah. So Beckham has left Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Something to do with a boot. I don't know, football. I don't know. <laughs> a boot to the so head. Thrown at him by Alex Ferguson, the manager and that at the time. doesn't happen in football. I don't know. Does the... <sighs> Well, it's bad sportsmanship, isn't it? Yeah. Because well, he was the manager. He was his boss. Yeah. So, so like, your your boss shouldn't hit you. Violence in the work. Right. That's really what we're talking okay. about here. Yeah. Um, so he, he moved over to Real, Real Madrid. Yeah. I remember being devastated at the time because I thought, because the Beckhams were going to Madrid, they were going yeah. to Spain, and I was like, who will be in my magazines? But I remember being move. at lunch and thinking, who will I read about? I think David moved himself first, is that right? Yeah. And then, and the, the, then the kids... And Victoria moved over. Yeah. Um, but they did go over. They didn't move over. They did go over, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's when he met his assistant. Yeah. Rebecca Luz. Yeah. yeah. She was his assistant. They spent a lot of time. She spent a lot of time with the family. Yeah. Um, they're pictured on multiple occasions. Yeah. She was helping with the children. Yeah. Presumably she was close to Victoria as well. They would have shared yeah. secrets and yeah. stuff. And then pictures appeared of them on multiple occasions in nightclubs, looking very close, Rebecca and David. Oof. I mean, that is a silly thing to do. Well, I well, would say... He's innocent, though. Yeah. It, then very... what happened is Rebecca and her family members confirmed that there was an affair. So she said that it had been more than just that. Yeah. And her Allegedly. brother said... Well, this is what she said. Yeah. The Beckhams did threaten to sue. They but started they... the process, but never yeah. went through with it. And there was no official denial of the affair. In the way that there was other denials of other affairs. So after Rebecca, there was um, the nanny came. She, she didn't say that. Do you want to say more about Rebecca was before that? Well, we'll talk about, let's talk about the affairs in general. Oh, do you want me to? Okay, Carrie, this is good. So, okay, so the nanny came on board and said that she had witnessed many arguments between the couple. That they had said that they wanted to split and it was just a brand and they weren't actually happy together. But she had signed a non-disclosure, a confidentiality agreement. So she was breaking the rules there um, yeah. by, by spilling this to the oh, press yeah, for payment. This. So the Beckhams sued her. That case wasn't resolved until 2009. And the Beckhams actually won that case. There was also the beautician. That's long as well. Yeah, Seven a long years. Well, I think that was around 2005. So oh, it was a continuation okay. from 2003. There was also the beautician who faked-hand Victoria and David Apparently she came to the house a few times and, um, you know, David gave her £250 and an envelope instead of the £25 for the spray tan. And apparently there had been a few sex acts between them. Again, speculation. But yeah. they again sued her. So yeah. Rebecca Lewis was the only one they didn't actually sue. and They, they did start to. They did yeah, start but to. they released a statement saying that it was 
I would need to find the words officially, but something like a horrendous incident for the family. But they yeah. didn't deny that it yeah, happened. Yeah, they were very clever about yes. the wording of this. Yeah. About never saying anything that they could get caught out on. They were yeah. careful. Because they'd been caught out before. Yeah. Like, when she released her autobiography, Victoria said she'd never read a book. And oh. that got her into a bit of hot water. Yeah. I think she'd sort of said it half-jestingly. But yes. yeah. people are quick to pick up on what they say. So they've mm. learned by this point the Be media careful. trend yeah. yeah don't say anything we might later regret do yeah. you know who Rebecca Lou's second cousin is Does someone famous anyone know who Rebecca Lou's second cousin is it's quite a famous but when you find out who it is it might start to make sense Abby Titmus. no it's, so it's a male presenter oh that we Piers Morgan yes stop no yes wow so that Opens many doors there. Yeah. I did not know wow. this until I researched. I remember being devastated with yes. the Rebecca Lou scandal. Yeah. Because I, I think the Beckhams, if mm. they ever split up, I don't think I could believe in love again. <laughs> they just seem like such a solid yeah. couple. Yeah. And I remember yeah. at the time being like, I just don't believe it. Yeah. And then stories just kept coming out more and more and it was mm. harder to think that something didn't happen. Yeah. I mean, how are we to ever really know? What goes on behind closed doors? There is so much speculation and they will never say. Yeah. We'll never know who Becky with the good hair is and we will never really know what happens. We will never Beckham's have match. peace. We will never, <laughs> we'll never know what happened between Justin and Brittany. I need, that I need to know somehow. Yeah, of course. And there's so many girls, especially, out there trying to make a quick buck. Throwing themselves, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's disappointing as well. Yeah, I, I think, and actually when it comes down to it, who the hell cares? In, in nowadays, in 2018... If we want to do that in a relationship, it's not really any of our business. Yeah, and yeah. I, they obviously have a marriage that works. Yeah. Because they've been together, yeah. what, 20 years now? 98 they met? Yes. 97 they met? It, it's very similar to the Will Smith marriage. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rumours there, isn't there? Yeah. They are good friends as well. The the Beckhams and the yeah. Smiths. Oh, that's right, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Keys in a bar. Want to go to that? Allegedly. <laughs> They, but I think this is what's really interesting about the Beckhams is their marriage is just as much about the brand and the business yes. as it is about them as a unit. Yeah. And I mean, obviously they're a family and they are a doting family. Like yeah. you don't get the impression that any one of them is absent from their children's lives or no, working no, more no, than the others. Like they really work hard at that. Yeah. And the kids seem pretty solid. Yes. I mean, Beckham, Brooklyn Beckham's out there now yeah. on his own, Doing working. Modeling, right? And you yeah. never hear stories. No. You don't hear anything about them. But then is that the media spin then, I guess? You think they'd be digging do you know what I mean you think of Madonna's kids they they pick up on stuff on Lorde all the time I think they've learned first time round but I think the media would be looking for it ah okay the media are looking for it but the Beckhams know how to protect him apparently they have a lot of deals going on so they managed to protect themselves by releasing certain stuff yep but they still got screwed and therein lies a great time to talk about how Victoria is very smart she is. We. I mean, we've said much about her being a businesswoman. I very much, and like, I suppose if you haven't been following closely, to a lot of people, the fact that she is such a successful, modern, elegant fashion brand now is a surprise. But actually, if you look back from the very beginning, she was the one going off and getting a deal. Her vocals aren't on the wannabe single because she was away doing business deals for them. And she took the hit. Yeah. Well, I've got a quote from you here yeah. for um, Victoria's former principal, Joyce Briggs. It was on the documentary Being Victoria Beckham, which I think is 2002. If Victoria hadn't had the lucky break she had and the people having faith in her to make her what she is, 
she probably would have been singing and dancing on a cruise liner. That is harsh. I also think extremely wrong. Yes. I don't know if that is harsh in the sense of you could turn that perspective around and say, well, she would always want to achieve her dream. So if she could even just be singing and dancing as a job. That's a nice way. I don't think that's what this person meant. It's well documented that Victoria didn't have the best time at stage school. She was considered the weakest of everyone there. And she's only... In theatre school, there is a... There is a lovely little photo in the 2007 documentary where she's dressed as a sad clown. <laughs> and so she had a complex about weight as well. Yes. She always she did at the time, yeah. fat one. I didn't ever think she looked particularly overweight. No, or not at all. It's all relative. I mean, I mean, she does say this herself. I wasn't necessarily the best person at that stage group, mm-hmm. but I am now the most famous by far person to ever have come out of there because I am determined she like, knew what to work with. Yeah, she, yeah she'd yeah. never drop a beat. And this is the thing that gets me when they say she was nothing before David. David made her. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's so the other way around. Yeah. Because he wasn't... the. She was the biggest star when they met. Yes. Oh, yeah. Basically. And she, I think a lot of... It, he was just as determined as her to succeed yes. in football. Yeah. But I think it was her that opened his eyes to... There's more than just football. Yes. You can be involved in charities. You can really make yeah. a difference in the world. Yeah. You can, you yeah. know... Be multi-branded. She, you know, got them really stylish. She yeah. Really... They went through a few different styles. Oh, yeah. I mean... Absolutely. Because she does take him through a lot of looks. Yes. They well, love matchy-matchy. Matchy-matchy, yeah. When they're both in the leather mm-hmm. with the jackets and the trousers. Yes. Let's not forget sarong gate. Oh, of course. Oh. When he wears a sarong. He's, he, you know, which is so silly that that was even a thing. I mean, so what? Toxic masculinity. Yes. He's wearing yes. a skirt. He's wearing yeah. a skirt. Yeah. But it was that he, she relaxed him. She's good for him. They complement each other yes. so well. Yeah. And I suppose then she likes a strong brand. That's the thing. She is a, yeah. I mean, there's a famous quote from her. That she wanted to be bigger than Persil Automatic, a brand of laundry detergent. That's the quote in that book you made me buy. Yes. The, it's not who you are, it's who you want to be. Yep. That was yeah. a good book you made me buy, that helped. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Get but- it from local South Lanarkshire Library. <laughs> Support your local library. But what's so interesting about that is that she is quite literally saying, I want to be a household name. Mm -hmm. And she has succeeded in that goal. So it's funny that you should bring up that quote. Because as we mentioned, she starts working with Damon Dash on this second album. Yeah. When asked why he wanted to work with Victoria, was it the vocals? Was it the vision? No. It was the quote about Personal Automatic. He said, I saw how much she gets photographed over here in America and I wanted a piece of that. It was that idea of her being a brand. Yes. So they really wanted to launch her solo career in America. Mm. He said she could be the next Jennifer Lopez. Mm. I mean, I don't know who that's shading more. (laughs) I don't know who that was aimed at. There was talk of her being, I remember there was talk of her being a Bond girl at one point. I vaguely remember, I can't remember when. Well, after her performance in Space World. I mean, who could forget? I mean, she herself is like, we were just having fun. We were not expecting Oscars. Yeah, yeah. she she is very casual about that. So this is proper credentials. Yeah. Okay, so Damon Dash is a producer who co-founded Rockefeller Records with Jay-Z. Yeah. This is proper urban. Yeah. She said she wanted to record an urban sound, Forever 2.0. <laughs> At one point, there's a quote that she says she wants to be the female Eminem. That is a stretch. That is <laughs> strong. She did like a bandana. She did love a bandana. So this, she splits really here. So she wants to do this urban sound. She's really strong. She's, you see her a lot with Damon's Ash, which brought up a fair rumours with her as well. They were throwing, she's having a revenge affair. 
after the Rebecca oh, Lou stuff. I see, yeah. She starts recording two separate albums, which have both leaked in full online, by the way. Ooh. Open Your Eyes, which is the more um, R&B sounding one, and yeah. Come Together, mm. which is a more Kylie Minogue disco. What's your thoughts? It's my favourite era. I can't believe those albums. So they ne- she never released the albums. She does the first double A side single, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. The albums never come out. I thought at the time, knowing how shrewd she is and knowing the business style of it, mm. at the time she was not respected as a musician. She was laughable. Yeah. In, in musically. I thought she'd been really clever because she goes on and they go, the album's not coming out. The album's not coming out. And I was thinking, this has had so much promotion. Yeah. I bet it leaks. Yeah. And I was thinking what she's doing is telling people, this is not, I don't want this. I'm distancing myself from it. Yes. So that when it comes up, people will go and grab it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. That didn't happen. But what we do get is the double A side of let your head go and this groove. Mm Mm-hmm. I have so much time for this double A side. I can't even choose which my favourite is. Yeah. So this groove is a very sexy, don't say nothing. Yeah. Um, Keep your eyes on me. Mm-hmm. She sings beautifully in this as well. Mm. Her voice sounds good in this. Apparently it was David's favourite of all her songs. Oh. And then we have the up-tempo Kylie Minogue-esque Let Your Head Go, mm. which has the most incredible video. Okay. Let's play a bit. Pure sense of humor spice. It really is. So she's playing a pop diva that's yeah. really aggressive and hungry and desperate. Yes. She's seen trying to break into an OBE. Yeah. She's seen going wild and because there's a coat hanger that doesn't have a soft sleep. edge. Oh, it's, it's a, yes. Yeah. It's a metal coat hanger. Metal coat hangers. You're out of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> she's seen literally going out of her mind yes. as she ends up in a mental institution. They're desperately trying to get the attention. Yeah. She's judging young dancers who've got their trousers full around their ankles and she's pulling them up you know I really love this video it really it, the tone is right and yeah. she's really sending herself up yeah but in a good way sense like, of humor spice yes yeah. exactly and um, yeah no and she's actually great in it I love it it's so fun and yeah. then you've got this sort of sexier version of yes. this groove yeah which I think sounds fresh now mm, it does it's got quite a Britney sound to it doesn't it yeah actually she's doing that sort of cooing and the like stretching yeah. on my life and she yeah. looks great in both videos yes, as well. she does. So the idea with the single was she had these two styles that she would let the audience choose, you know, the music yeah. buying public, which was their favourite, and that would help direct which way the album would go. Yes. The British public did not choose either. <laughs> <laughs> it did get to number three, actually. Yeah. Spent eight weeks on the charts. Yeah. It wasn't enough to launch the album. Mm. I don't know how much of that was about her backing out at that time or Telstar yeah. struggling. Yes. Yeah. Okay, there is something to be said. The first song I really love, it does sound very Kylie. 
I don't know if people realised that it was Victoria. If they heard it on the radio. She didn't have... Well, it didn't get radio. Yeah. <laughs> so they wouldn't Quite have that option. I it's think true. they had potential. I downloaded them on yeah. LimeWire. Yeah. Sorry, I did not support Phoebe. I didn't have the money But we the do not promote illegal streaming. We always support the local library. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I don't think you'll find this at your local library anymore. They're not on Spotify. I you challenge you to that. <laughs> Burn- Birmingham, if you're listening. And you can get hold of any yeah. VB albums. I'll be thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. She is serving some looks at this time as well. Yes. So this is when we've sort of gone full wag. Yeah. We've yeah. got the long blonde hair extensions. Yeah. She's got the boobs. Those boobs. The BB boobs. But she denied for a long time that she'd had any surgery. Not enough is said about how she led the wags. Yes. So there was that one World Cup, I think it's... 2006. Where she is there with none other than Cheryl Cole. Yep. She yeah. keeps popping up in this Spice Girls timeline. Yeah, she does. Girls Aloud lead singer Cheryl Cole. Lead singer? <laughs> Controversial. Nadine, we love you. I love Nadine more. Oh, the 2006, she does looks. Mm-hmm. I put them in the lookbook. Mm-hmm. She wears, she was always in tiny little shorts. Yeah. yeah. She did the waistcoat and yes. the shorts. And yeah. the brightly coloured handbags. They always Oh, she had always had a handbag. In the crook of her elbow. The biggest glasses. So yeah. you couldn't see in the serious pout. And yeah. usually the platform shoes, either the wedgies. Yeah, she or, never wore yeah. them flats. Yeah. I loved her and Cheryl Cole just being sat together watching the World Cup. And yeah. then you had the other sort of lesser wags. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Tans as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because it was in somewhere sunny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really think I paid any attention to the football, but I do remember going yes. to the England matches when they were on at like the pub in the hopes I would see VB. <laughs> <laughs> I was really there yeah. for the yeah. Beckham. She looked great. Although the boobs, she was getting a lot of laughs at. at well, this it was time. because she denied that she'd had any surgery. Yeah. You're thinking, wait a minute, how do you go from that to that? Yeah. It was quite extreme. Yes. And they were very prominent and very round and very separate mm. yeah on her chest so i mean she had so she'd done some modeling at london so fashion she'd done week. london fashion week in 2000 yeah this was the one where she had the short crop blonde hair and she wore that li- the little like green pixie look yeah she yes. had the little green satin hot pants yeah she loves a hot pant yeah and then this like little green turtleneck vest sweater thing yeah yes. she looked great she had the really prominent nipples yeah yes. that. yeah and then she also did the red ball gowny type outfit. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was the fact that she was starting to make moves into the oh, industry. Yeah. And of course, like, I think for the longest time, people were not sure what to make of her. But she impressed. People like Anna Winter, she got on side pretty early well, on. very slowly, I suppose. She's done this London Fashion Week. That would have been a big coup. In 2003, when she's still going through her hip-hop phase, yeah. she signed on as the face of Rockaware, yes. which is Damon Dash's fashion brand so so she's, who you know. she's all involved in that this is the one where she's got that blue and white sequin jacket it's a bit mm. of like a lakers jacket she's and she's got like the hot pants crotch, again crotch yeah and she's got the big hair and it's all blowing in the wind yes it's in the lookbook she loved a hot pant and a jacket that was the style and she looked great since you remember she had a line of vb jeans she started off with a yeah. line of the jeans. Crown, the yeah, with the crown logo on the bum. Yeah. And she would wear the satin jacket with yeah. it. Which sounds kind of questionable now, but at the time that was so Everyone awful. wanted a pair of those yeah. jeans. Yeah. Yeah. They made your bum look brilliant. Then in two thousand and six she walked Milan Fashion Week mm-hmm. for Roberto Cavalli. Right. She exclusively dressed by him for for about a year. Yes. So she a lot of the big dresses that are mm-hmm. in the lookbook. Yeah. I put them all in. 
are from her when she's being dressed by Robert Valley. This is her full wag stage, so it's very they're very revealing dresses. Yeah, yeah. They're very much like the Versace dress that J Lo wore. Yes. That we talked about in the Jerry episode. You mean that Jerry wore that Jerry wore first. <laughs> yeah. And she was going for that. It was a very glamour look. Yes. That I think was very defining at the time. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So yeah. These, this is a big fashion name, isn't it, Roberta? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like a respectable name. Very a big brand. And it has a lot of crossover with celebrities. And yeah. it makes sense because she was being photoed a lot at the time. Yes. So this is where she's, the Rebecca Lou scandal is still sort of rumbling really because she does a few celebrity appearances. Most notably on the farm where she wanks off a pig. Do wow. you remember that? I blocked yes. that memory because now. I remember the is it Peter? It's Peter. Did you say that Peter? Peter. Peter. Oh, and they said I, it wasn't right. I remember Peter. Right. Oh, they right. were really not um, just your mate Peter. <laughs> they were really, you know, aghast by this ethically. Yeah, know. yeah. Just a side note with Rebecca Lewis when I was researching her now, she has said she loves. I want to say Norway with her husband. She's yeah, like, she's now a yoga instructor. She looks great. Oh my god, did she learn from Jerry Joga? <laughs> Perhaps. But yeah, she has now said about the affair that she has no regrets about coming forward with the affair, but she wishes she'd done it differently because she was a naive, young, you know, mid-twenties at the time. So, you know, we won't throw shade at her. If it happened, it did happen. Um, I will throw a bit of shade at her. But also, I would like to point out Takes two to tangle. Exactly. Oh yeah, it's and not. Let's let's not go on about the woman being the homewrecker. Oh know, no, she did, was single. she was single. If she wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, if something did. I happen, think the difference. If she'd just been some, but she knew Victoria, and it's about friendship there. So if she yeah, worked with her and yeah. she was very close with her, yes. I think there were better ways of doing that. But, but it is about money and not that that is an excuse, but, you know, she made a healthy profit from revealing that affair. Yeah. And there would be a slight, you know, well, why why is he making all this money and I'm not? And I'm not justifying what Rebecca Lewis did, but there is that, you know, oh, he's sh- walking around scot-free. Snaps for Rebecca Lewis. She managed to make a career out of that affair. Oh, what, so this a is, short this is Well, I think she made enough money, I would have thought. So this is right at that period where you had all the nuts magazines and the FHMs yeah. were quite big yeah, at the time yeah. and you could make a bit of a tidy career being a cover girl for those but I like mean, Abby Titmuss yeah Abby yeah. Titmuss I'm thinking Jodie Marsh did very well yeah. out of those she did a few celebrity appearances she did Celebrity X Factor her and James Hewitt were a duet oh yeah she, was, she wasn't she was James Hewitt there. is that the other person that's had an affair yeah, well yeah we won't allegedly. we won't get into that that's sorry <laughs> so back to fashion yes Victoria Beckham fashion she is really making strives into the fashion quietly though like mm-hmm. slowly seeping in yeah. she releases her second book mm-hmm. that extra half an inch which yeah. is her tips on fashion style and beauty I remember this being a big deal at the time I yeah. remember she came out with the statement in it you should never wear pumps. They make your legs look like a golf club. Yeah. Skinny I mean, jeans and pumps. Yeah. She was very against, which was the Kate Moss look at the time. Yes. She cannot wear flats because she is shortened. But she has tendons. really bad bunions. I remember that about Victoria Yeah, Beckham. because she always wears heels. So yeah. you've got so to weigh up comfort I, versus fashion. I think she has destroyed her feet. I think yeah. she made a choice about her body years ago that it was yes. for fashion. Yeah. 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 And it's probably insured anyway. Her so, feet. her body. <laughs> well, yeah. J-Lo insured... Her bottom. Yeah. A million pounds. It doesn't stop it hurting, though. 
Doesn't yeah. matter about insurance. Like, yeah, you've got the best chiropodists, the best yeah. people looking after you. Yeah. You know, beauty is pain. Is yeah. uh, so, yeah. Well, it was yeah. a successful book. Beauty paid for her. Yeah. She just it was another top seller in the UK, mm. and it got licensed worldwide. So she's read two books now. She's read two books. Well, but she, she made a joke that she would only write a book that she'd want to read. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the extra half an inch was more pictures yeah, than necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And so David could have a So <laughs> David could get to it. And that leads her up to the reunion. She's had a busy few years as well. The biggest marriage of the decade. She's yeah. built an impenetrable brand. Solo albums. Three of them. Two unreleased. She's done a, quite a major foray into fashion at this point, actually. Although you probably aren't yet. saying yeah. she is fashion. No, no. She's... Yet. And I looking back, you there's can still see. the critics there. You're, you're, you're just a space girl, but she's yeah. going to come into her own. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think her, more than any other girl in our second episode on her, we are going to... There is a lot more to say. There has been an even bigger journey. We're seeing the beginning steps of her brand, her empire. It's impressive. So in light of that, she was Posh Spice. Now, which Spice Girl would she be? What In what way you could say resilient Spice? I was thinking, so I have, I think she's sense of humour Spice. Yes. But I don't know yeah. whether that's at this point or later on. Yeah. But given that we've just had Let Your Head Go, I think she is sense of humour Spice. Yes. She laughs at herself the most. Yeah. But when you look back at the kidnap stuff that she went through in that 2000 Brit Awards, you would never know at no. the time how much, how difficult life would be. Yeah. Whereas with Jerry you knew how difficult yes. life was. Yeah. Whereas Victoria, who probably had it just as hard at times, yeah. you would never know. Okay, I have what to call Go. Her. Okay. Professional Spice. She is a professional. Oh, professional Spice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like that. Oh, I, I think that. it encapsulates everything. She rolls with the punches and she throws them. We love you, VB. Professional Spice, you're out of your mind. Hi listener, subscribe if you want to go faster. View all of Bonnie's content, leave your comments and join the conversation on our Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Talk to us at Pod of the Pops on all platforms. People in the world, subscribe up your eyes. Oh boy, the big girl. Subscribe up your eyes. Pod of the Pops, subscribe up your eyes. Please subscribe. Go get yourself subscribed girls. I know you want to. This podcast can punish you.